You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The line for this Super Bowl, Ryan. Rams minus four. Total 48 and a half. If you want the Rams on the money line, it's minus 200. If you want the Bengals on the money line, it's plus 165. Ryan has put in countless hours of football research, whereas I imagine a scenario in my head, uh, and then that's what basically uh, informs my opinions. Ryan has watched every game. Ryan has watched every Rams game. He has watched every Bengals game for the entire season, and he's watched them. He's binge-watched them in the last week. Many hours, over 50 hours he has put in. Even the Green Bay ones. To watching this matchup. So I want to get, I want you to spend half of this segment giving me your monologue. And then I want to ask you, I want to get into Curious Tea and pick your brain about some of the other things that maybe you haven't mentioned. So the floor is yours, sir. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I actually, I watched every game, including the Packers wins over the Bengals and the Rams. And those were so heartbreaking because they beat both of these teams, but they both get to play for the Super Bowl while my team... Uh, as in Cabo, at least Aaron Rodgers did get to win a cool MVP at a cool suit. He looked like he was at a, um, like in an auction last night, like, like trying to find like dinosaur born dinosaur bones a little bit, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, a little bit. So, um, I want to bet on the Bengals in this game. I'm going to be rooting for the Bengals. I hope they win this game, but I have a lot of concerns after I watch all these games and I just don't really understand how the Bengals are still playing. They're a 10 win football team, 10 and seven. Although then again, like week 18, Joey Burrow didn't even play. But if you look at the Bengals offensively, um, I love Joe Burrow. He's probably my second favorite quarterback in the league right now, right behind Aaron Rodgers. but he's young. And in his last eight games, he's played one above average pass defense, like one pass defense with a pulse in the last 14 games, one top 10 pass defense, Again, great numbers for a young quarterback, but if you go all the way back to September, they've played 16 games since then, and Burroughs played only four games against pass defenses that ranked average or above average, and in those four games combined, the splits are pretty ugly. So one of those was the playoff game against Tennessee. Uh, There was the matchup against Green Bay that I talked about and a couple more. In those games, uh, the splits, three touchdowns, six picks, He's taken 19 sacks, and he's done it with a 32% pressure rate. So they're getting pressure on him, usually not on the blitz because he destroys the blitz, but three touchdowns, just six picks against four defenses with a pulse. And, like, Burrow hasn't played one top five pass defense this year, not one, until Sunday when he takes on the number five defense in the Los Angeles Rams. So that scares me because you have a young quarterback, second year. Really, this is pretty much his rookie season because he only played 10 games last year. Then his leg exploded. And even though he has all the confidence in the world, like, that is the one thing I'll say, like, All of this breakdown could be BS because of the intangibles, because we've never really seen anybody like Joey Burrow, who's played, 
you know, in the college football playoff and didn't flinch. Like, remember that hit he took in the semifinal game right before the end of the half that, like, broke his ribs? And they're trying to hug him after the play, and he's like, get away from me, get away from me. He plays with this swag, with this confidence. And this whole team is so young. Uh, T. Higgins is only in his second year. Jamar Chase is a rookie that plays like he's in his fourth or fifth year on his second contract. But they are kids, and they're going to be playing in the Super Bowl. And, like, we saw that with the Rams in that first matchup, you know, when they were pretty young. Jared Goff was young, and Todd Gurley and Aaron Donald. And they kind of, like, froze up a little bit in that game. So Burrow hasn't played a top-five defense until this Sunday. And, like, for context, Tom Brady this year played uh, top-ten passing defense. Pass, Yeah, passing defense is nine of them. Josh Allen and Jimmy Garoppolo, everybody acts like Jimmy Garoppolo's terrible. You want to know how many top-ten passing defenses he played against? Eight which is second most. So Joe Burrow, um, you only play the schedule that's in front of you. I'm not like hating on him and I don't want to make it sound like I'm ragging on Joe Burrow, but I just, I think he might struggle going against this Rams defense against Aaron Donald, against Jalen Ramsey, against Von Miller. And then if you look at like how the Rams are going to stop Joe Burrow, I do think that he'll have a couple advantages in this one. So the Rams play the second lowest percentage of man coverage in the NFL. On early downs, they play zone on 83% of their snaps and they only play man on a league low 10% of snaps on third down, which Joe Burrow is going to face a bunch of because Zach Taylor loves running the ball on first and second down. The Rams play the fourth least rate of man coverage, which is important because if you look at Joe Burrow splits, and I'll try to be really quick here against man defense, 15 touchdowns to just six picks. But when you play a zone against him and you add that natural pressure, 14 touchdowns to 10 interceptions, his completion percentage dips, everything dips last game against the chiefs. Kansas City did choose to play man on 12 of the 42 dropbacks for Burrow, and they struggled with their man coverage after he dominated them uh, in that first matchup. But against that, he was 4 for 11, no touchdowns, one pick, one scramble. Their best combination, which I think you'll see from the Rams, is when they went and they blitzed them, and they also played man behind the blitz on those early downs. Burrow was 0 for 3, threw a pick, wasn't even pressured, and his EPA was negative 2.13 per attempt, which I know we're all nerd stats, but that's just the way to get to him. He's a young quarterback. Just don't blitz him because against the blitz, he's the number five quarterback in the league. He'll tear apart the blitz. The number one quarterback against the blitz is Matthew Stafford. Uh, The Rams, they blitz 28% of the time. That's the ninth highest in the NFL. But the thing is, they're not going to be able to do that against Joe Burrow, and they really don't have to. So, like, all these blitz-heavy teams – They choose not to blitz Joe Burrow. And the Rams are probably going to do the same thing. Instead, what they're going to do, they're going to send that pressure situationally. So, like, they'll blitz, but they're going to do it on third and long, third down. They're not going to do it on second down if Joe Burrow is going to drop back. The biggest mismatch really quick in this game, if you look at, like, ESPN's pass rush win rate, which I do think is a pretty important metric, the Rams' defense is number one. The Bengals' offense is number 30 in these three postseason games, which means they're going to get dominated in the trenches. And the Rams are the sixth defense in the NFL and pressure rate on early downs in the first three quarters of these games, which, as we know, the Bengals get off to these slow starts. Also, I wonder how the Bengals are going to play Matthew Stafford because, again, you can't blitz them. You're going to have to send that natural pressure, probably bring more guys on the defensive line, drop more guys back. I do think, like, Trey Hendrickson could get after him, but that's why I think the Rams are going to run the ball a lot in this game, especially in the red zone, because I think that's where... You know, Cincinnati has had success. In the red zone, even in the second half when they make their adjustments, they can't really stop the run, but they do better against the pass. And that's how they continue to win games, man. They have a hot quarterback, a hot offense right now, and they're taking the football away. 
if the Rams don't turn the ball over, they're going to win this game by three touchdowns. But if we could get that Jesse Bates interception or a strip sack from Trey Hendrickson on Matthew Stafford, which, like you said, like when we were talking about this game, he has been turnover prone. Maybe the Bengals keep a closer win, but I just feel like this matchup stinks because defensively, like the Rams are a terrible matchup for Joe Burrow, and he hasn't seen anything like this until Sunday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So tell me about uh, the coaching matchup and how you think Sean McVay will coach this game. Yeah, and that's the other thing. So, And that's a great question because Sean McVay, the last four games, we've seen four different game plans. He was run heavy in two of those games, and then he was pass heavy in two of those games. And you wonder what he's going to do here because he's had two full weeks to prepare. And it's kind of like you know when Kyle Shanahan plays against Matt LaFleur or like when Kyle Shanahan plays against Sean McVay himself, because they're all running uh, Shanahan's system, Iterations, right? Wrinkles. But, but with their with their little tweaks, right? And that's exactly what Zach Taylor is doing. He learned everything he knows from Sean McVay, but now he's had two full weeks. And here's my problem um, with the coaching advantage. Obviously, goes to Sean McVay. Not only is he coached in this game, but I like his concepts better. I like his offense better. And the problem that I have with Cincinnati is Joe Burrow is great, but the play calling. Absolutely stinks. Not a lot if of Joe Burrow, motion. No, no pre-step motion. And if Joe Burrow is in shotgun, again, they're throwing the ball. If he's under center, they're running the ball. But what they need to do is run the ball out of shotgun, especially like this is the last game of the season. Like, give the ball to Jamar Chase on a reverse or line him up in the backfield because that's the other thing. Like, they're not going to be able to. I know everybody wants to see that matchup where Jalen Ramsey is just going to follow Jamar Chase around the field. I just don't think they're going to be able to do that. I just don't think that that's going to be the case or else they're going to have to play, you know, zone defense against Joe Burrow and he's going to tear him apart. Well, and if you're in shotgun and you have pre-stat motion, it's way easier to be able to run the ball that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, if you would just have like a natural 
like just the natural way of running the offense, and you're you're just not going to get positive yards that way with just like with Joe Mixon right there. Right, and so and that's the thing. Like so, if they line up in shotgun and try to run the ball, maybe they could have an advantage right there. Because the other thing is, I don't know that they're going to be able to run the ball because we love Joe Mixon and we talk about him being a top five back, which I believe that he is. But because of the play calling and because of a terrible offensive line and Isaiah Prince, you know, a third round tackle being out there, the Bengals actually have the twentieth ranked rushing attack in the NFL, and that ranking. Um, comes against the NFL's number one easiest schedule of run defenses. So they were 20th, the 20th running offense, and they played the easiest schedule of the league. And I know Bengals fans are so sick of hearing that. their offensive line is garbage. Yeah, so Burrow faces the number two, by some metrics, some metrics, number one easiest schedule of passing defenses, and Mixon in this running offense face number 20. And so, like, that's the reason this offense looks so good and they put up so many points. Now they're going against the Rams. And the Bengals have played just three teams all year that rank top 12 in run defense. They played uh, the Ravens twice, and they played um, the four, the Raiders. No, the Raiders once. I'm sorry. The Ravens twice, and then the 49ers. Against the Ravens, you go back, and that's the game that we were just talking about. I went back and watched that game. They didn't run the ball, but they didn't have to run the ball. They couldn't when they tried, but they didn't have to, and that's because Baltimore's entire secondary died before week one of the preseason. Why the hell are you going to run the ball against them? They're calling guys off the streets to start a defensive back, but every single one of the past defenses that they played also ranked below average on the season. So I just feel like this could be a huge game for Aaron Donald and Von Miller and those guys, and maybe Joe Burrow gets in trouble, but I don't really want to bet against them. How many sacks do you think they have on Joe Burrow in the first half? Probably, I would say, over two and a half if it was a number. I played uh, one of my favorite props is over five and a half for the game. Not on Joe Burrow, just total sacks, and it's plus money. Because the other thing is, like... It feels like three on Joe Burrow for the first half for me. Yeah. In 11 personnel, check this out. 11 personnel, if Joe Burrow is under center, as I was going back, the Bengals run the ball 74% of the time on early downs in the first three quarters. Easily the number one rate. And the other thing is, so like, if C.J. Uzama, like, let's say Uzama's out there, but he's hampered. Um, that's going to change everything. They're not going to be able to disguise stuff. Let's say he's not able to play in this game. The Bengals run the ball out of only two major groupings. So like 11 concept, which is 63% of the runs, the NFL average, by the way, 43% or 12 personnel. So without him, they're not going to be able to run the ball with those two tight end sets. Yeah. So then what are you going to do? It's going to be, man, that this could get really ugly. I'm telling you, they could be stuck in 11 personnel the entire game. The Rams are going to know exactly what they're doing. Um, but all that being said, man, Joe Burrow does have the intangibles, and the big game doesn't really scare him. So who knows? I watched his press conference today, and he was like, cool, calm, collect. He says this is the biggest game he's played in since the SEC championship game. And uh, he says he's sick and tired of watching film. He just wants to get out there. I think it's going to be – I hope that it's going to be a close game. I could see it getting ugly, though. How do the Bengals win this game? I like the Rams. The Bengals win this game is – so the the Rams are going to get their yardage, right? Like Cooper Cup's going to get his yardage or Odell Beckham Jr. is. I think Cam Akers is going to be able to run the ball because everybody's making this big deal that he's had a couple rough games. That's because of the run defenses they played, Tampa Bay and San Francisco. I think they win this game two turnovers, one interception and one fumble. Two turnovers probably wins this game. Two turnovers in the second half. Let me be uh, pretty specific with that. Uh, they're going to have to cash in the Bengals. They're going to have to have a couple wrinkles. You can't just come out, drop back, throw the ball to T. Higgins, throw the ball to Jamar Chase, run the ball with Joe Mixon up the middle. Like, this isn't Madden in 1995. Have a few trick plays up your sleeve. Um, 
Take the ball away. And don't settle for field goals. That's the other thing. Like, also don't leave points on the field. Like, don't have it be, you know, you're in the red zone and you're going for it on fourth and five and turning the ball over to the Rams. Then they go down the field and score. Take the points when given to you. But don't rely on field goals the entire time because you're not going to beat this offense, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, with field goals. You're going to beat them by scoring touchdowns. So that's the way they win the game, by forcing turnovers and cashing in in the red zone. That's the other thing. The Bengals have one of the worst red zone offenses in the Rams' number one red zone defense. Another terrible matchup for them. Another terrible matchup, but who was great? Ryan Horvat, who put in 50 hours of study for you, the listener. 